What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, Tommy Tomatoes. <clears throat> hey, how you doing? <laughs> I thought I'd switch up. Yeah, I'd switch up a little bit. Like gotta bring, a, you know, yeah, yeah. It's getting cooler outside. It is, yes, yeah. yeah. I, I like I'm that telling you, my hand's actually cold from standing it's outside before nice. we walked in they here. Are. Yeah, they it are. is. Yeah, but I kind of like that feeling. Me too, man. I love the fall, I love the winter, all like that kind of stuff, man. I love those times of the year. I know people are more spring and summer people, but, you know, I like the cold weather. I love having the sniffles all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. nothing yeah. better. Nothing better. Absolutely, dude. Just sneezing, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Love it. looking at you weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, everybody. So um, we have a lot to get into today. Um, you know, a lot of things happened, uh, good and bad. Yeah, we've been off for two weeks. Yeah, so you yeah, know, so we have a lot of information. I mean, trade deadline has came and passed, yeah. and uh, and there's been some stuff in the news that hasn't been too uh, too great. No, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll touch on. Maybe all we should that. after our beer, we should start with that first. Yeah, let's, start, let's, with, let's, okay. let's start with that first. Okay. But, um, but first, as always, you know, this is a beer drinking podcast as well and today we are drinking uh a stone ipa it's the fml which stands for fear movie lions which i think that's kind of like a play on like the fuck my life thing yeah exactly what you said yeah Yeah. but i mean fear movie lions sounds pretty dope i love random shit like that so i'm all for it yeah (laughs) Um, so it's a hazy double ipa Mm -hmm. 8.5 percent so you know you know a couple of these are will do you in right um, I'm gonna go ahead and take another sip. Yeah, good. Me too. You know, the more I take a sip of it, so this is one of those beers for me. The first sip I took, I didn't like. The second sip was better. The third sip was better, and the fourth sip was like the best sip. So I think it might take a little, you know, getting used to. Um, but I, I liked it more. Uh, the f- fourth time. Uh, <laughs> it grew on you, though. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it did grow on me because at first I was like, oh, this is going to get a bad grade, but I actually I actually like it a little bit more that time. It's very it – a, it, it's a big, like, aftertaste beer. It is. Like, your first sip, you're like, okay, like, this tastes fine. And as that goes down, you're like, oh, okay. And you're like, all right, th- there it is. Yeah. Um, so – It's um, so funny because I could totally relate to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give it a five point nine. Okay. Um, I kind of. I'm gonna be honest. With you, I liked it from the first sip. Good. I thought it tasted great. I'm not normally the hoppy kind of double IPA type of dude, but I think ever since doing this with you, I kind of really liked uh, doing the IPAs. You I did. Yeah. All I need to do is start doing CrossFit, and yeah. now I'm. Yeah. And now I'm a douchebag around the clock. Spirit. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um. So I would give this a six point eight. Okay, all right. Uh, 6.8. Almost a, a full point ahead of me. Yeah. Um, okay, I like that. Well, yeah, uh, so I'm a big fan of Stone IPA. Um, this isn't my favorite one from them, but definitely go check them out. They're an awesome brewery. They have, like, a Where ton of different beers. I think they're in, like, Chicago. I want to say Chicago, but that, that's probably wrong. I might be. Oh, brewed. Richmond, in... Virginia. Richmond, Virginia? Ah, actually, yeah. I see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and there's also the Escondido, California. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So and of, and Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, so they're, they're they're more national. Like a lot of some of those other companies, like Lagunitas, they have a brewery in Chicago, and they also have a brewery in uh, California. Okay, well. so, yeah, like, just don't correct me. Yeah. 
so no, I mean, good. I, I mean, I hope everyone who was around that area actually goes and checks them out because yeah. I kind of I, I like it, yeah. and I'm and I'm willing to see what else they have to offer. Yeah, no, I, we will definitely be having other Stone uh, IPAs in the future because they are a great brewery. Sure. Um, so all right, so let's kick it off uh, with the latest news. Um, so. Henry Ruggs. Yeah, man. That, I told you I want to get started with this first, and this is just a tragic situation. Um, it was it started out with a TMZ report that Henry Ruggs was involved in a car accident. No one could tell what happened yet. They just knew he was in a car accident. And then when details emerged, I think it was Shefty who uh, who uh, threw it out yeah. there that he was a 0.16 alcohol blood blood alcohol content. Uh, he was driving 156 miles per hour, and he was he was he was okay. Uh, thankfully, he was okay. Um, I I heard that last I heard his girlfriend was in serious condition. Oh, I didn't know she was in the car. Yeah, I believe she oh, was in the car. Um, and I believe he made impact with a car going at 128. Yeah. So he was topped yeah, at 156. Airbags, airbags, airbags deployed. Airbags, yeah. that's it. Which is just insane right. how, you know, you anyone survives that. I know. Because, like, I've been in a car crash, like a head-on car crash going like, 40 miles an hour and the airbags deployed and that it's scary damn near knocked me out yeah it's like, scary like um I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was scarred from what happened and i don't like saying that but i yeah. mean it's a it's a very scary situation yeah. to be in and um i believe the woman's name was tina i don't know the last name at this time i remember reading it and so heart goes out to yeah. you know her family and uh, her dog was also killed yeah. in the accident yeah. too as well which which just sucks. Terrible. Yeah. Um, all of it's all of it's terrible and extremely unfortunate. Yeah, I think even like the district attorney for like Nevada was like, I've never seen a case like this before where oh. someone was going at 156 miles per hour with this blood alcohol content and this inflicting a death. Unfortunately, um, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. mistake. And um, uh, my first thought was, you know, Henry Ruggs is 22. Um, I'm 30 now. I've been in the age of 22. And unfortunately, I believe we've all been in that situation where we have possibly gotten behind the wheel and we shouldn't have. And you all should look at this and how thankful nothing happened to you. And you're able to, you know, do daily things in, in life. And unfortunately for Henry, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get rough from here yeah. on out. Yeah. So uh, just please don't drive drunk. You have all the tools. You got the Uber. You got Lyft. Um, I wish I had that when I was like 21, 22 years old, yeah. to be honest with you. So call a friend. Yeah, call like, a friend, you know. In, I, I think the most dependable thing is just to Uber. Yeah. Lift, you know, yeah, just yeah, spend yeah. the extra dollars. It's not yeah. worth it, you know, to lose your life or impact somebody else's yeah. life in that in that sort of because, way. Because, too, like, look at it from Henry Ruggs' perspective. Like, you know, he made a terrible lapse in judgment. Um, yeah. But uh, this man had no intention of killing somebody like this. Day. And now, not only did he does he have that on his conscience, but his life has changed. His, right. His career is over. He's going to spend some time in jail. Yep. And I mean, you know, this is absolutely a hundred percent on him. Um, but you know, th like this, this, th these are mistakes that people make. And a lot of people, you know, make this mistake and something like this doesn't happen. And, you know, unfortunately for Henry, I know it happens. So. It, it, it really, it really sucks. And um, again, just thankful he's okay and stuff, but unfortunately someone else had to pass in, in this situation, but Jesus, I, I can't imagine what he's going through. Um, you know, he's just probably devastated. Yeah. You know, because it's it's a it's a it's a huge, huge, huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. Um, um, I mean, there, there's pretty much. I mean, there's not much. Yeah, else no, to that's say. it. Yeah, I was about to transition to my next thing I yeah. want to talk about. 
Um, can we talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second? Yes. Yeah, okay, I would love to uh, because this is another thing that we can all relate to. This is the uh, whole vaccine, non-vaccine situation going on. So wherever you stand getting the vaccine, not getting the vaccine, I don't care. It doesn't impact my life at all. However, I hope you do get it because it is smart for you to get it. But lying about don't getting lie it. About yeah. It. Lying about getting it is That's a worse. huge, huge difference. That's worse. And then he came out and said, and well, he didn't come out and say this, but we the news broke that he was trying these homeopathic treatments to put up his immunities. And, and what did he say? He was immunized? He said, yes, I'm immunized. Immunized. And he chose that word. But his first word, would, uh, are you vaccinated? Was, yeah, I'm immunized. Like, so you could use the word vaccinated, immunized, and like have that, but your first answer to that question was yes. Look, uh, I personally think he should be suspended. He's going to be like, suspended. Yeah, I mean, like, not only what did he lie about he doing that, protocol. he broke protocol. He wasn't wearing a mask around the vaccinated people in the uh, in the room. Probably not in the locker room. Probably not around his teammates or anything like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that's really it. Um, so you lied, dude. I mean, you, you you screwed my fantasy team one. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really. Who's going against me? I, I don't care about that too much. But, you know, and then, by the way, Aaron Jones, like, love you as a player. You're probably a really great person. But, like, shut up with this HIPAA shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. If somebody asks you about vaccination status, it's not a HIPAA violation because they're not a healthcare worker or a healthcare provider, you know, releasing this information. Yeah. And that's what the HIPAA law is. Yeah. So stop with this nonsense. Yeah. That is just a very uh, uneducated way to get out of a question. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Well, I agree wholeheartedly, and I think that was just straight up idiotic yeah. on Aaron Rodgers' part. And uh, side note, Jordan Love throw as many passes you can to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Now let's let's take it easy with that. I think spread the love. <laughs> oh, Jordan hey. Love. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, just. Just downright idiotic, especially like with everything going on with him and the organization. Like this, I mean, this has I'm Aaron Rodgers treat me differently exactly, all over exactly. it, all and, over and, it. And you know what? I was for the even though I'll admit Aaron's the biggest diva in football. He could be. He could he, be. Yeah. I I was always on Team Aaron with the Green Bay situation. Now, if I'm Green Bay, I'd be like, guy, like. You know what? This isn't worth the hassle anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, have fun elsewhere next year. Mm -hmm. We won't be as good without you, and we failed you. But right now, you're you're just you're not taking us seriously. I know. It's and just like, and like not only that, but like, how does that look for a locker room? You screwed the team probably out of two games. You know, because he can't come back. He's not eligible to return until next Saturday, the thirteenth. And, and, and you, know? you put other people's lives at risk. And yeah, look, that too. I, look, I get it. Like. They're football players. They'll be fine. But, like, you don't know who they're interacting with. And, you know, even if you're going to be fine, like, there's guys that, are, like, are going to be fine, but they might be a little bang. They might miss a game. They might, you know. Yeah. They don't want to do that. Like, well, I'll tell you right now, even, like, uh, you know, some some athletes or whatever, like Tobias Harris has COVID right now. Um, I'm a big Sixers fan, as you know. And there, as everyone else out there should know. Um, he actually, Doc Rivers said yesterday, he's he's going to hit hard. Yeah. Like he's he's not, he's not well, feeling good at all. Go back to the Ruby Gobert Donovan Mitchell situation yeah. last year. Look at look at what Dude, that caused in that locker room. That's something we will always remember where we were. Exactly. You know exactly. when when he grabbed the mic, and oh. then of course when they canceled the game because that that um some 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 guy ran out of the back and just said bring everybody back like cancel it out yeah. like you know like 
just canceled the game because Donovan Mitchell tested positive yeah. that time, and it was just, you know, it's just a, it's just a day you'll always remember. Yeah, yeah. That's when you knew that shit was real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, get your head straight, bud. Like, yeah, let's go back to Aaron yeah, for a second. Yeah, just, get your head straight. The world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah. Be a team guy. Care about your surroundings. Care about the people who you're with. Please. Yeah. That's it. That's all I gotta say. So and please I, be ready next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he can be ready next week, but he's not gonna be. I don't think he's gonna. I don't, I don't, I don't, think, I don't he think he's gonna play two games. I don't think he is. Either, yeah, I don't but, think he's gonna play two games. Um, but uh, I was still feeling like shit after day twelve uh, when I had COVID. I still have my taste back. I don't have my smell. Or smell back. Yeah, I don't got my smell at yeah. all, dude. It's, it's crazy because, like, Chris will be like, do you smell something burning? And I'll be like, no. I mean, it smells fine in here. You, you know what you're talking about. I, I have no smell. She should probably also get something checked if she smells something burning. Well, that goes without saying. Well, it was probably the neighbor who yeah. probably likes to have bonfires. Either that or the whole kitchen was up in flames. Yeah. But we're still here, so the kitchen was not up in flames. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> But, good times, uh, good yeah, times. Good times. Yeah, good times. Um, love, love almost done. That's the, the next thing I want to bring up yeah, is the Odell situation. Ah. So we got a lot of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, huh? we got a lot of shit going on. Tom, how did this start? Okay, so this started uh basically with uh what Odell's dad. Odell's dad uh with the Instagram like, photo he with like a, he, he, there's videos of showing that Odell was getting over. I remember that, that down the, the sideline, right? Yeah, yeah. Not getting the ball. And that's been a story of Odell going on, too. But I got more to this, which uh, one of my favorite reporters at NFL Network, Aditi Kikobala, I hope I said that correctly, actually reported on this. But I want to get into the first part about this first. Let's just retract for a second. So anyway, uh, this is Odell's dad saying that, like, basically uh, just shitting on Baker Mayfield talent level and all that kind of stuff. And Odell commenting big facts on, on all of it. And then what else did he do? I would not doubt it if he had LeBron say something too as well. Because remember that tweet came out with LeBron, that yeah, free yeah, Odell yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee that was from Odell too. And now to my most prized thing I want to get into was the Didi Kikobala situation. Uh-huh. During the end of her segment talking about the Steelers and Browns, excuse me, she's mentioned that the Browns offense is a timing offense. Baker Mayfield makes his passes surely on time. And if you're not there, he's not throwing the ball to you. So you hear the one side to the story, but there's always two. Sure. So his timing, his rhythm, his, all that stuff could be off, and he's just putting it on Baker. Yeah, I don't blame like, but that's the thing. The guy I has want, a, I, the guy has no shoulder left. I, and, and, and it's not even that. And what really confused me, and it's it just really kind of, and even Baker, you know, mentioned this where he said, um, "What did he say? Hurt? No. Surprised? Yes." Mm-hmm. They had a very good relationship, mm-hmm. and Odell was the one that backed him up a few weeks ago when they, with the whole torn labor shit. Where Odell was like, "Man, come on, this guy is out here like playing through. He's been he has he's had a shoulder injury for a like for two years now, and he's playing through it. Like, give my man some. First of all, get it get it fixed. Absolutely. Yeah, come on. That's, <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah, of course. But it Odell is. had his back, where it was like a Terrell Owens Tony Romo thing. He had his back. Yes, and that's my quarterback. And you know what? Like, I know Baker, like. For whatever reason, I know some of the reasons, but I think it's it was always like, you know, overhyped, um, like the comparisons of Johnny Manziel because he had one little run in in college that wasn't even that big of a deal. Right. Baker's a, a character guy. Like, of course he is. Baker, Baker is a good. People you know, love leader. Baker. People love Baker. He's yep. a good leader. And he's a guy that's like, 
I love Baker. I don't yeah. even know him. And, and that's the <laughs> thing. It's like Baker's a, a look in the mirror guy. Like Baker's a guy that he'll put the he'll put the team on his back and he'll be like, or he'll be like, you know, I got to be better. He's one of those guys. Yes. If you watch uh, this, bring goes back to your timing thing. If you watch mm-hmm. a lot of those Browns games, which I have this year, me too, because I was see, big on them. I want to see them. You see that like a lot of times Baker doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to go through his progressions because a lot of those routes are timing routes where he gets the ball and it's quick release and it's to a guy that has to be in this location at that exact time. Correct. There isn't a lot of like breakdowns. And when there are, like, sure, he'll look to Odell or whoever else is there. (laughs) Jarvis Landry will probably drop a pass. Just an underlying thing too. But like, aren't teams looking at this like, oh, it's timing. So like, don't we want to jam those receivers up at the line of scrimmage, you know? So – Exactly. I'm sorry. As you were, as you just mentioned that again, it got me to realize, like, oh my god, this is just, oh my god, the the, the Browns might not score a point next week. So <laughs> here's the thing, and this is what I've come to realize too, is because I, I think Stefanski is incredible. I, I think, think he is he's too. a great system guy, and I think Baker's a a, a, a pretty good fit for that system. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the funny thing is, and you think like, oh Odell going there, like I did originally, like, oh what a perfect fit. Uh, not only am I not seeing, like, I'm obviously not seeing it now, but that can't be where Odell. Odell has to be in an offense kind of like Arizona's, where it's like you're almost banking on the play to break down and Kyler to scramble and look, or Kyler to kind of just like, it's like, hey, find the open, like, four receivers out wide, find the open guy, do whatever, because Kyler can you know, scamper around. Go through your reads, all that kind exactly, of shit. Exactly. Like, not to say Baker's not doing that, but no, you know, no, no, I know, no, I know what you're but saying. It's not, meant, it's not meant for that. Yeah. I feel like in Arizona, not to say that they don't have like set play, like time plays or anything, but like a lot of times you watch those games, you'll see Kyler will sit back there and you'll see him read the field. And I notice this a lot because a lot of times you have DeAndre out wide to the left, and I'll see him when he gets the ball. He'll be looking to the right and be like, God, I'll be like, God damn it. Please just look to DeAndre. He'll look to the right. One, two, yep. and throw. Ball like, out. Like, so I'm not saying that Odell should go to Arizona because obviously that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. But, either. like, he needs to be in almost like a, a broken right. play system. Or do what the Giants did with him. Just take deep shots. But Is it? That's, Pat, Pat Shermer and McAdoo, for that matter, they were like – they were design plays for him, but it was also like – let's just do whatever we can like and hope for the best, like close your eyes and fucking hope. And that's what, and that's what they did. And it worked because Odell is that yeah. type of guy that he is. can do it. But Cleveland who actually has such a clean system with Stefanski where it's like robotic almost like, look, the objective is just moving the chains, moving the chains, moving the chain score. And they have such a good run game. So they're able to do yeah. that. They don't need to take like those big, they don't need those big plays because of that run game, they, they only need those kind of like, you know, those little plays here and there. And it, for the most part, works for them. Yes, it um, does. But, I, yeah, I just don't – the fit clearly isn't there. He's um, going about it the wrong way too. I mean, if you, if you want out, just he just is. just, just no, go is. behind closed doors and ask for out. 100%. I'm sure they'll grant it to you because that offense sucks with Odell in it anyway. Yeah, because that's it. He doesn't make a difference when he's there. He doesn't. And he doesn't run the same. I don't know why. It, it, well, actually, I, I do not. 
maybe maybe that too but you watch him on tv and like you know on the screen and everything you could just tell like the routes he runs and how full speed he is he's just it's just not like how he was when he was a giant yeah when he was a giant he was full speed ahead yeah. you know so he's just not he, i just he's just not a good fit for stefanski's system and that has nothing to do with odell or stefanski because i think they're both great um in their own respect but like uh it, it just and, you know, we kind of saw this, like, sure, the first year he was there, you know, had over a 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like, he wasn't the same. Like, it was a very big difference, like, him there. And, sure, there's, you know, you had Jarvis. Um, you had, like, other, you hey, know, other weapons. People's there, Jones, like, baby. People's He's Jones. killing it. Yeah. Uh, Rashard Higgins. I don't know what happened to Njoku, but, yeah. You know, but uh, I thought he was an awesome athlete Yeah, coming out of, uh, you know, what, Miami. Yep. Um, but yeah, okay. look, it's just, it's just not a fit. And obviously this is done now and it's probably going to lead to them cutting him. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. He's going to be subject to waivers and someone's going to yeah. pick him up. So I, right now what I'm hearing is the saints and the Raiders are the two teams that have the most interest in him. Um, but I know there's other teams that do apparently he's a favorite to land on the bills next year. That's the favorite landing spot, but that'd be such a great spot. Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many great spots. Like, the Bills, the Packers. Well, actually, the Packers. Packers now would be, would be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, Packers now would be great. But, like, the Bills would be great. I think the Chiefs would be a great fit for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Because that Chiefs, that Chiefs offense was on the top of their game. You wouldn't know what When they had do. two targets that could go exactly. to on any play, like exactly. Tyreek and Sammy Watkins. And now so. they don't have that at all because, like, I'm sorry, Nico Hardman. Yeah, he's not that guy. Yeah, he's not that guy. Neither's um. Marcus Robinson. That's is it. Trash. He's yeah. just downright. Bad. He really took a step back this year. He's never been good. He's had. He's had I mean, plays. He, he's he's like a Valdez Scantling. Yeah. He'll have. He'll have perfect plays. Where he'll be like, he'll have plays where he'll be like, oh, like this guy's actually a weapon here. But then he'll have plays where I'll be like, you are hurting the team. Yeah. Like, the team right now. Listen, you suck. Yeah, like, like I, it'd be better if you weren't. I know you had that fifty-yard touchdown before. Yeah, but everything else you've done in this game has hurt us. Yeah, so get off the field. Yes, I, I agree a hundred percent. I, I see him. Well, I really want the Eagles to take a flyer on him. So if he goes to waivers, and if the Eagles put a claim in for him, he's going to the Eagles before the Saints play. and. Uh, and the um, Saints and Saints. What are the fuck? What are the freaking team you said? Raiders. That's it. Shit. I, I, thought, think, I think the Raiders would be a good fit. Um, I, I think, like, technically the Saints would be a good, good fit, but I also, like, I don't see him. I don't see the yeah, Saints being yeah, a good fit yeah, anymore. Yeah. You got to, now with Jameis gone, you got to run an offense totally that, different. That's the thing. And even with Jameis there, like, he'll take a shot, though. Yeah, no, he will, but. Taysom sucks. And maybe it's dude. too erratic. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and Taysom Hill's not good. So, like, you know. He's not good as a quarterback, but he's he he fits the Sean Payton, like, use him all over the place. Yeah, but, wonderful. Like, he's a quarterback yeah. going forward, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, he wouldn't have been if it wasn't for – I don't know if it's Trevor Simeon. Uh, well, you know, that's also very true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you beat Tom Brady, you're probably going to get a shot to keep the He role. should get a shot, dude. They should just keep um, oh, he should Taysom Hill on that gadget kind of play guy. Any, absolutely. Yeah. There's not even a question there. I mean, we know Trevor Simeon's not a world beater, even though he just beat Tom Brady. But, like <laughs> – You love saying he, that, don't you? I, he is cursed <laughs> against the Saints. I don't understand what yeah. it is. He, he 
Just cursed. Yeah, it's just a, a team for somebody, know, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that team I mean, for somebody. Have a good defense, but yeah, like it's like the Giants so. against the Eagles. You know, the Giants can never beat the Eagles for whatever reason. I don't I understand. Say it's the Giants against pretty much every team. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of good landing spots. I- I'm curious to see how this ends or where he goes. Uh, I definitely don't agree with how he's handling it. They should end it sooner it. rather than later. Yeah, like, just let it Get him out. And even, like, so, like, uh, John Johnson came out and said, like, he hopes Beckham returns, if that's possible, and added that the majority of his teammates share the sentiment. Ah, majority. He said the majority of this locker room would love to have him in the building, flat out. And that's another thing. Key word. True. There are people there who do not want him back. Well, sure. One of them is number six. (laughs) Oh, obviously. And how good is John Johnson's math? I mean, could he do say the majority, or could sure. it be? No, I know I'm nitpicking. My, 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 my point, my point is like, I don't know what him, like what him being back. What does that do? For Nothing. The it just stalls the offense. That's what it does. It, it, it stalls the offense, and it also just you saw it last it's year. Awkward in the locker room. That like, too. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like you don't. I'm need sure. That. I'm sure him and Baker could like be like bros like be like hey man like look i didn't mean for all that like you know look it just wasn't the system it's not you it wasn't working out like i love you but like we need to go our separate the browns way. are going to regret this decision them. you know because like they're a four and four team right now they're in a very competitive division they're and, not trading them, you're saying or what? well no they can't trade him now no no I, i'm saying they're going to regret not trading they're going to regret not cutting him at this oh, time. Oh, 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 yeah. Because uh, I, mean, I just mean like they're gonna oh. not getting trading him before. The oh, okay, all right. Line, yeah. yeah, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just messing. Um, so no, no, I think they're gonna regret not cutting him as, as of right now because you know they're a four and four team. They're in a very competitive division. So you can you could you could show up your cards that that logger and be like, hey, you don't want to freaking be here? I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Go out on the street. Yeah. I don't, don't I don't care. You. Yeah, we, we don't need, need you. you. Exactly. We're trying to make a playoff we push right now. That dude, he's actually been really good. I, I debated on picking him up in fantasy. Michigan, I debated Michigan, on it. Michigan yeah, that's right, baby. Wolverines, baby. Wolverines. <laughs> so I think I think sooner rather than later they should just cut their ties and let him go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean I think they have to do this within a week's time. Like I think they should have done it yesterday. I mean, I, I know, but I'm saying at this point, like, if they don't do it within a week, like, what are we doing? <gasps> well, know? he's obviously being excused from practice, and he's I would I would put my money on him not going to – is it in Cleveland or Pittsburgh? The game this weekend. Let me no, see real in quick. Cincinnati. Oh, it's Cincinnati. They I'm sorry. Play, I thought they were playing, playing Pittsburgh. No, it's in, it's in Cincinnati. It's in Cincinnati? Okay, so I'm going to guarantee that he's not going to be on the sideline in Cincinnati. No. Yeah, so, I mean, what, what are we doing here? And that's a huge game, too. It is a huge game. Yeah. Absolutely. You could be tied with Cincinnati. Tied there, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. And you can't have this. No. Baltimore's um, five and two. What are the Steelers? Steelers are three and four, I think. The Steelers are three and four? They're four and three. Um, uh, four and three, right. Yeah. Yeah, four and three. And they play that's Chicago. Kind of shocking. And where's Baltimore? Who do they play? They're playing the Vikings. Yeah, well. I think the Vikings could give him a little run for their money. Uh, I think they could too. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have our week picks later. Yeah. But anyway, cut them now. Yeah. I, I, I just think they should. Yeah, just move on to that. All right. So, anyway, let's move on to our next subject. Yeah. What we got? Uh, should we talk sure. a little Deshaun Watson or should we kind of let that go until the end of the year and the offseason stuff? You know what? I think there's no point even bringing it. Why? What, what, what <laughs> we, we've said this every week. Oh, is he going to trade? But we're like, yeah, nah, yeah. no, he's not. We, we, yeah, we, both, we both have said nothing's going to happen. Yeah, Guess no. what? 
nothing happened. I know. And you know what? I'm very, very proud of all you teams, Miami, Carolina, all you teams for being smart and not pulling the trigger. Can I say one thing, though? Yes. And that's the Monday night when actually the the Houston Texans granted um, Miami's owner to talk to Deshaun Watson to just get a feel for where he was. Why would you do that? I, I don't understand it. Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you put that in Tua's head? You I know? don't understand it. Because you know it's going you know to get out there. Well, you know what Tua – I mean, what they asked Tua. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, Tua seemed very, like – What's he going to say, you know? It, well, it's true. It's what he's going to say. But what he said proved that, like, he's hey, definitely a little annoyed. I mean, hey, I'm going to play. Hey, what he – like, yeah. honestly, what the, what he's shown is, like, hey, I'm going to play. If they don't want me here, they'll get rid of me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and, no, I mean, that's exactly, like, that's what anybody should respond with. Yeah. But, I mean – Clearly, he showed by saying that you showed that, like, that, like, he knows, he knows what's going on. Like, I'm sorry, that's gonna affect anybody. Yeah, I know. That's gonna affect anybody. I know. Like, I, I just also, it also could light a little bit of fire onto his ass. Like, oh, y'all must have forgot. I mean, I hope so because I'm playing your fantasy this week and I got two of uh, starting because of Aaron Rodgers. I know it was either that or stick with Jordan Love. Yeah, and I don't I really. Just to, but I was like, I, I dude, I was waiting for it, I, and I was I, thinking that back in my mind. I, like, I, I thought about it. I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I, I you you should have because that would have been the ultimate like, g- like go f- yourself. I know. Yeah. I, I would do that. There's like a few people I'd do that too, but not you. I would do it to Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, that is. I would do it to Sunday. Yeah. I would do it to our friend yeah. on Sunday. I would co- I would stop whatever I'm doing at work and just to go do yeah. that to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> So anyway, I just thought that was a, uh, that that kind of raised my eyebrows with the whole yeah. Miami owner talking to Deshaun yeah, Watson. Yeah, I, I just uh, I I don't get it. I I just think like you have to wait until all this is is boiled over, um, and I just think that people forget about all this. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I think he's he's going to be a Dolphin before before like we know it. Obviously not this year, but like when the league year starts, you know, kind of like um. When that whole um, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff trade got done and the whole, um, what is it? It was an Alex Smith trade, I think, a couple years before that during the Super Bowl week or whatever. Mm. Watch it around there where the league can't announce it. But, like, you yeah, know, you know, you know stuff's know, going on. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I would love to look around there. But it all depends. It all what depends is legal? And depends how Tua performs until the end of the year. No, I think, I think they're out. I, 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 yeah. I think they are, too. Yeah, but, I think uh, they're again, out. I've seen crazier things. Two is going to be quarterbacking for the Washington football team next year. Not Houston? No. I don't think Houston wants him. I, I don't think they're in a position to turn down. Like, what are they going to do? Well, they're just going to take picks. They can take picks and Tua. And we've seen how reckless Miami is with their picks. I know, but that's why they could take picks and Tua. They're not going to take Tua. I don't, I don't think – I'm telling you, I really, I really think there's some truth to the whole three-team trade that they have going on. Maybe. Where yeah. Tua goes to Washington and, like – Houston just takes like a plethora of picks from like Washington and Miami, yeah. and that gets it done. I can see that. I, I mean, I, 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 you know what? I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain. I think that's going to happen. All right, mark yeah. it down. Tom has sources. Mark it down. <laughs> sources. Um, all right, so you know, let's get into the trade deadline news mm-hmm. because there were some surprisingly big trades. There was uh, that went down where you know that doesn't happen every year, but I think the the big one. Obviously, is the Von Miller to the Rams trade? Yes. So uh, the trade details to that are, you know, Rams get Von Miller, Broncos get 
2022 second and third round picks. So the Rams and to make it work, the uh, Broncos paid Von Miller's salary for the rest of the year. Perfect. Yep. Um, So I I think it's a good trade for both sides. Uh, Rams obviously have like no picks next year, but they don't need them. Yep. Um, And they're going for it, so I fully support it. And the Broncos are like, hey, why, why not? Why not? Von Miller, still good, but getting you know getting older. We we need to really retool, and I use that word de- deliberately. You love that word. I, I, I no, I I love like the difference between rebuild and retool not- that not a lot of people know. But the Broncos are in; they're actually a team that is that they have retool. pieces. Yeah, they, they have, have pieces. They have a lot of pieces. And they can retool. They're not in a full rebuild like some teams are or some teams should be. Where are you going with this? But obviously, since the, the picks for the Broncos, which which are – that's totally good. Like second and third round picks, that's great. Um, but, uh, but since those are yet to be seen, I won't even touch on that. But Von Miller to the Rams. Uh, this makes an already – elite team that like this is a push them over the finish line it is it is um they see where they're at and they see they could really make some moves here um you know cardinals in the division they're what seven and one um going into next week and kyla murray is dealing with some injuries and their defense is okay losing jj watt's going to be huge for them so i think the rams looking and be like hey you know the 49ers aren't competing with us the seahawks aren't competing with us without russ so we can make some we can make some traction here, and, and they're going to need some help to go after teams like Green Bay and the Cowboys well, if they get pressure on Dak and Aaron because they're going to see them. Uh, One I was, of them, I was going to say, and they clearly needed that in the game against Arizona. Like they need that outside, you know. Yes. Yeah, they have Leonard Floyd, who it's you know he's pretty good, right? But but if you have him, Donald and Vaughn, oh dude, making him you know run because look, I've. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback as good as Kyler at scrambling. And I mean, you could say Russ, like you could say Russ in this regard, where it's kind of like, like you know, turning around, like going back and forth, and then finding an open man downfield. Um, but Kyler's a better scrambler than yeah. Russ, and he's so hard and like elusive, like he's so quick and everything. He's so hard to take down. Vaughn helps with that tremendously. He does. Vaughn is so athletic and so quick. Absolutely. And like, and even just like the other, what, Thursday night game, he was playing the Browns. Just the way he could duck under tackles. Exactly. He's too he's too fast and athletic for them. So exactly. If he, you have to worry and, about that, plus the bull rush from Aaron, but, Aaron but, Donald. But I, but I think that helps the second effort from Aaron Donald because, you know, Absolutely. you can only contain Aaron Donald for so long. Uh-huh. Vaughn coming off the edge, he might not be the one to get Kyler, but he'll feed him to Donald. Absolutely. I agree 100% with yeah, you. So I think this is a great trade for the Rams. The Rams obviously don't give a shit about the draft at no, all. But why would they? And you know, well, well, yeah. you can, this is what I'm saying. Teams that are going for it, like the draft the next year, who cares? Draft after that, sure. Like you still want to keep, you know, building on pieces. But if you're going for it, use what you got to go after guys like this. A second and third round pick for Vaughn freaking Miller yes. is – Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. I, I, 100% I agree with you. And, um, which we'll call it. Who's the, uh, who's the, Les Snead is the GM for the Rams. He yeah. actually was interviewed about this and said that his kids got him a mug that's actually made a joke about, you know, who really cares about draft picks, something else on the cup that I don't want. 
that I don't really know what it said for sure. But anyway, um, then he did follow it up and say that they're expecting five compensatory picks yeah. from this free agent class. So, you know, take that for what right. it's worth, and they'll probably – most of them will get dealt. Yeah. <laughs> But I love the aggressiveness, man. Me too. And it makes me think, like, oh, my God, I wish I was in that position. Yeah. You know, I... just to make a move like that, just to be like, hey, we're, we're going for it. And this Rams team is so likable. Like, it is. I, I would be there, – there's a couple teams that I'd be happy Does to Matt Stafford help that out? Absolutely. I think so, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love Jalen. Jalen Ramsey's the man. I love uh, Donald. Donald's my favorite player in the NFL to watch, um, aside, aside from Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Cooper Cup, you know, Woods. Robert Woods, uh, Van Jefferson, yeah. Higby, um, Henderson, please get me some points this weekend. And their offensive line is actually pretty good, too. Like they, Whitworth, yeah, I mean, who's he, like 40 and still playing at an elite level, he's killing it, he's um, killing it. But, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, there's a lot of teams, uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot of teams, but there's a good amount of teams in the league that I'd be happy to see them win uh, a championship. Um, but the Rams this year, one that I'd be like, yeah. And, and like so, if it's like like here's a, here's a good example. If it's the Rams versus the Bills in the Super Bowl, I'm going Bills. Like like you you want them to win or you're Bills, man. Okay, it's, but but the, this is what I'm saying. If it's the Rams versus the Bills, it's hard. I don't care, but I don't care who wins. I'm happy for whoever. Me wins. too. I like, agree. I love both of those teams so much, and the players on that team that. Every one of them deserves a, a ring. That is I'm the happy whoever wins. I love Eagles fans, and I'm sure you love Giants fans. I love mm. you. You take, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, but you take pride in your team. You know, you want to see your team win and stuff like that. But there's a there's a very close. Like I'd be happy to watch the Bills win the Super Bowl oh, the because Bills are like my they honor. they deserve it a hundred percent. And sorry, we're getting a commercial. But anyway, guys. The Bills are, <laughs> we don't sponsor them. Yeah. Uh, so quit asking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to, so quit asking. Uh, the, the Bills are, I mean, they're the other New York team outside the Jets, so, I mean, like, the Giants ain't going to do it. Got to support the, support the state, so go Bills. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that going off on a tangent there. Boston, Boston <laughs> no, you good, bro. Uh, good, good trade for both sides, um, but I really like the Rams' odds for a Super Bowl now, and I, I would have them, if not at the top, Two or three. I got to look at their schedule for the remainder of the season. I think it's they. It's not about schedule for me because like really? they're, make, they're making the playoffs. Well, so. yeah, but I mean seating wise, you know, are they going to get that first round by? They're going to home field, you know, all yeah. that stuff. And and that definitely plays a part because you got. But you I got, don't think I think they're like they're going to win their first. Well, I mean, it, exactly, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Because then you got teams like the Cowboys, man. Because they have a powder puff schedule coming up. They got Washington twice. They got the Eagles once. Giants once. You know, to close out the year. So. Excuse me. Good point. Yeah, man. I mean, Green Bay. I wouldn't really worry too much about them right now because with Aaron gone for two games, I mean, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't worry about that. And I gotta be honest with you. um, Bucks. I I think. I think if they already beat the Bucks, they have that tiebreaker. If the Rams uh, met. The Packers in the playoffs. I think the Rams would wash them. I don't think so. I think they would. I don't know. I don't think so. I I think they would. I think Aaron would work his magic, and I think he would have a good shot at beating them. But if it's in Green Bay, I would. I would think that Green Bay would win that game. If it is in LA, I'd pick LA. I I I hold a lot of weight to where these games are played and when they're played. 
if that game is played in January in Green Bay at like that, negative ten degrees, that's absolutely it is. Matt Stafford knows what that's like and all yeah, that kind of stuff, but, but still, play, it bit. does. I know, I know, and I'm being like you know contradicting myself and devil's advocate all in one here. But I just, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I would, I would pick I mean, the Packers in that scenario. Look, uh, crazier yeah. things have happened. I'm a Giants fan. I've watched the Giants be a wild card team and win the Super Bowl. I still don't like, believe that happened. Like. So uh, anything can happen, but I, I very much like the Rams' chance to at least make it to the Super Bowl. Um, but there are a lot of good teams, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, but let's get on to the next trade. Um, so not as big, but Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs. Uh, so Chiefs get Melvin Ingram. Steelers get a six-round pick. Uh I don't really know what else the Steelers were going to get for him. He obviously asked for a trade. He wanted to get out of there. Um, I love Mike Tomlin. You see what he said? What did he say? He said when they traded away Melvin Ingram, he said, it's better to have volunteers than prisoners. Oh, man. That's a great line. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, I love, I love, I love, love Mike it. Tomlin, dude. And let me just pick – like, let me just like talk about a little bit around Mike Tomlin for a second. Remember when he was asked about the USC job? Oh, God. Yeah. I was the wonder – is oh, the oh, best oh. thing. And, and was, Guys, I, I don't have time right. for that, okay? And he was you like, know? right. He said, why don't you ask Sean Payton yeah. about that? Yeah, why why don't you ask uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid about that. Yeah, because he's been just as successful as them, but probably even more, more so. He's been more successful yeah. than them. Um, I never but, say uh, never, but never. Yeah, he's like, no, why would I, why it, would I why would I leave an NFL job, one of the best in the in the business, and, for and, college? And look, I, I'm sorry, but being the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers compared to the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs or the New Orleans Saints are really. Ninety percent of the other teams. Yep, Pittsburgh is like the gold standard. It, Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh. I would put like like think, think about gold standards of like royalty of the NFL real quick. I would put Patriots, the Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Packers. Yeah. I, I can't say the like the Bears have that like because they've been around for so long where they have sort of that, but like Dallas, said, Dallas, you said Dallas, Dallas. Okay. I said Dallas. Um, that's. That's pretty much it, right? That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. Yeah. And then other than that, that that's, that's, that's really right, it. That's, that's really, the yeah, royalty yeah, of the yeah, NFL, yeah, yeah. you know? But, um, so, yeah, I, I'm with him 100%. And, and, look, the Steelers are, right now, they're a hard-working, gritty team. Like, they're riding on what's left of Ben Roethlisberger, and they're finding ways to win. They are, and that's, that's really all that matters, yeah. you know? Yeah, so – um, but yeah, so and I'm, they'll they'll be happy to have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback next year because yeah. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, Maybe, I think there's a good chance of it. Oh, man, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I um, would. But my dad would be Johnson, so uh, freaking happy, my dude. Dad would be too. Oh my god, um, my dad would lose his shit. But uh, but yeah, I mean this this made all the sense in the world for the Steelers uh, to get rid of Bengals yeah. because you have T.J. Watt. They like Alex Highsmith as the compliment to him. Um, and Ingram wasn't playing at all, really. Uh, I didn't see him on the field. Yeah. So the Chief, and you know, it also makes sense for the Chiefs. This is another trade that makes sense. Chiefs aren't giving up really anything to get them. Steelers get something for a guy that isn't playing for them. Um, and the Chiefs, what, they're 22nd in the league in pressures. Right. Uh, they're tied for the second fewest sacks. But Melvin Ingram's um, not going to help that. Not, but but why not? Like Add a body. Uh, what I'm saying if you if you're that low and who else are you gonna get? Why not trade a six round pick for him? Because right. the Chiefs are still like, hey, 
we still plan on making the playoffs and come playoff time, you know, we're going to need guys with experience that can maybe make a big play and maybe help, you know, Chris Jones out or whoever. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. I don't think like Melvin, Melvin Ingram isn't what he, he used to be at all. Um, and I don't think he's going to be like uh, a, a huge difference maker, but it's a why not. It's, it's a why not trade. No, I, I, I agree yeah. that, but I think the Chiefs needed a bigger splash to really spark up that team a little bit. I, I mean, I, I would say that too. Like, again, like Von Miller, for example. Um, I didn't think he was going to get traded. I was very shocked at that. Oh no, I was too. I, yeah. I'm just saying now that it happened. I'm right? Sorry. No, no, of course. But, but like, I didn't. I did not see that coming. But in, Ingram, the Ingram trade was like one of the last trades. Like I knew it was a possibility that yeah. Von Miller would get dealt, yeah. but like I didn't see it actually yeah. coming to fruition. Well, maybe the Rams were just like, "Let's go for it, screw it." Like, because there's guys that are made available. I don't think Von Miller was like. I don't think the Broncos are like, "Hey, Von Miller's available." If but, that didn't happen, I think Fletcher Cox would have been traded. Probably. I, Probably, I really do. I think so. But uh, but yeah, I mean that uh, again with that trade, it's it's a why not? Let's see if it does anything. Um, it it should it should help Chris Jones a little bit, but you know we'll see how much of an impact it makes. Um, the other tra- another trade was Chiefs trade uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif to the Jets. doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Put some respect on yeah. it. <laughs> um, Chiefs get Dan Brown, Jets get. Uh, Did I you kind of just like say like, okay, who cares? Yeah, this? I definitely said okay, who cares? But I feel like for Dan Brown, a, but it's it's a better trade for the Jets. Absolutely, yeah. It is. Like why I like listen. If you have a guy who's not starting on the Jets, then you then I mean you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, but, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, what are we and, doing here? And, and again, the Chiefs. We saw what happened. This is what I don't understand. Is I know this guy wasn't starting, but. You uh, you saw what happened last year. Like you, you need bodies. Like so, I don't really know why they trade away offensive line depth. Um, yeah, they felt comfortable. Well, he was inactive actually the past couple weeks, and he was just activated against the Giants, but he didn't play. Yeah, well, but he, he wasn't. Like, but he was a healthy scratch like all those other weeks, which is crazy to me because he started in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what what's going on there or why he didn't. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get that. I, I don't get that trade. I know. Um, From a Chiefs standpoint, you're trading a lineman who, yeah, who valuable. has starter experience, like, val- like just valuable. Case and, injuries and, go down. Like, yeah, and high level, gonna... high level starting yeah. experience. You know, because he played, he played in big and, games. And, and too, look at, look at the Giants right now. Look at the Packers. COVID outbreaks. Like, who knows what the hell's gonna happen? Like, I know. I, I, I actually like. I said at the time, I said, "Oh, like, who cares?" But, yeah. From the Chiefs' perspective, I don't like this trade because this is a big position, like or you know, depth wise. It's the most. Everyone, it's the everyone's most trying it's to the most important yes. position group. Yes. In, in the sport. everyone's trying to upgrade at the line of scrimmage. Everyone exactly. is, and but the, and the other thing that doesn't go unnoticed is like it's not just about your starting five; it's about your depth. Yes, there are always injuries. Guys are always banged up, and who's the next guy up? That's uh-huh. why the that's why the Cowboys and other Cowboys haven't like, you know, won a Super Bowl or whatever. But they've always been like a good team the past couple of years because they have depth on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And and some of these other teams it's the same way. But I, I use the the Cowboys as the best example for that because even the teams that are have a better offensive line now, they they didn't have what the Cowboys had before when they had that depth. Right? Yeah. 
Um, it's 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 actually you know what now that you mentioned the Cowboys, it's been a while since I've seen just a well-rounded team like that. Yeah. They're they're so well-rounded, yeah, and I hate are. I hate to say it, but they, they are. They are. Yeah, you got to give are. credit where credit's due there. Yeah. Um. So we, we already touched on the the Stephon Gilmore trade. Yeah. Do you want to um? Do you want to do you want to flow into some Giants Eagles talk for a second? Yeah. Let's, well, before we do that, so just two. I just had two other trades left. Yeah. No. Okay, one yeah. that you might want to touch on is Zach Ertz. Ah. Uh, did, did we? We didn't talk about him. Uh, anyway, well, whatever. I'm always I'm always willing to talk. Actually, about no, Zach no, we did we did we did talk we did about, talk about, about him. Last, okay. Uh, if you want me to go off about Zach Ertz, again, we, we, we did. Touch I love on me that, some Zach Ertz. We did touch on that last uh, podcast, but so far that's he looks great in Arizona. So that's paying dividends. That's a big shot. At the coaching um, staff. Yep, hundred percent. But the other trade that we definitely didn't talk about was Mark Ingram back to the Saints, and that, I like that trade. That, well, I mean, watched the Saints last week. He was run. He was running. He got. Uh, he got a. He had more carries than Kamara. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I like him in that he offense. He looked good. He looked yes. good. That's he should have never left. Him. Never left. He should have never left. Um, that's a, that's one of the best. And I love the Texans for actually going to him and being like, "Hey, you know, we we could trade you to the Saints. Yeah. Like, you know, we're gonna do that for you." Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I love doing that. And yeah. Brandon Cooks was pissed. I think he was really pissed. He was very and pissed. And then the Texans came out and said, "Because I thought he was gonna get traded too." And the Texans came out and said we want to build around Brandon Cooks. And I was oh like, my god! I was like, that's a little. And as nothing against Brandon Cooks, because he's actually he's been good this year. Like he's not, a piece. He's not a, something to he's build. He's not around. something to build. Well, first off, you don't build around a receiver that isn't like either a top ten receiver or like has potential to be right. Like like uh, like Devontae Smith, for example. Like that's someone like. You know, we want to build an and I'll say not a team, an offense. We want to build an offense around Devontae Smith. Can you talk you to Nick Sirianni are, for me? Sure. All right, great. Because you guys, <laughs> you guys are in a position where you are rebuilding that offense. Yes. And Devontae Smith is your playmaker of the future. Yes, that makes sense. Brandon Cooks is 28 years old, and like where the where, where the, the you know I, I think Brandon Cooks is good. But he's not a top twenty receiver. I think he's good too. I actually, you know what? I'm glad you said that too because when you said you want to build around a guy who's like top ten, I was like, first thing that came to mind was I wouldn't even put him in the top twenty five. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Yeah. He's, so I'm, I'm glad you said yeah. that. I'm glad we're on the same page yeah. there. Um, and he's a piece that you want to add into an already like built around sure. offense. Like, like, I, like, put him on the Packers. That's, man. that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they should because I'm sure teams would have loved like. Playoff contending teams would love to have Brandon Cooks there. Like I would have loved to have him on the Eagles. I think it would have been a great asset for the sure, Eagles. Sure, Often, like veteran player has been on multiple different teams, different locker rooms, different like cultures. I think he would have brought a great, great, um, yeah. you know, regimen to sure. that, I mean, to that like, team. Seattle is even a team that I'd be like, because their number three is Freddie Swain. Yeah, Brandon Cooks would be a good number three on but that. But they're team. already they're already behind the Cardinals and the Rams. Like, there's oh, no, no reason. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more so. Oh, for the future. I'm more so just thinking like like long term kind of thing. Fit but there. like, what are they going to do with Russ? You know, that's I mean that's also so like probably, you're gonna have that's D- probably why the trade never. So happened. like you're gonna have DK, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, and Geno Smith. San Francisco, another team, maybe that, that yeah. again. Not I think the year. NFC West is pretty much wrapped up. Not, yeah, no I'm reason. not saying like. For this year, playoff push, I'm more so like he might be a guy to be like, hey, veteran presence, sign him to – I don't know when his contract is up, but if you're like, sign him two more years, like whatever. But, um, but yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> that's all I got to say yeah, about that's that. All, that's all I got to say about that. Um, 
You got another trade you want to talk about? Uh, no, that, that was that was it. That was yeah, it. no, it's usually very quiet. Was, you know, I, and I think, and I said this to you outside. I think it's because of the compensatory picks. Yeah, that why this yep. trade deadline is is bad because I mean, if you have like a, a player who has an expiring contract who's a, who's a pretty decent player, just let him play out the year, and then you get a compensatory pick. It's probably going to be higher than what you're yeah. there for him. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you know, what are, what are you going to do? Uh, so you want to get into a little Giants Eagles talk, or do you want to scrap that and just make our uh, week um, nine picks? Wow, week nine already. I, um, I guess we could do that a little later. But what do you want to do? You, you want to do that? You hit me with what, what are we thinking? Um, okay, let's do Giants Eagles talk yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I'm thankful we took last week off because I would have just drilled into the Eagles because you come off a mini bye week having a horrible performance against the Buccaneers to having another horrible performance against the Oakland, uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, in Las Vegas. And that game was 30 to seven at one point. And again, it's like that game started out where they were giving Miles Sanders the ball and he was running very well. And then of course, unfortunately he gets hurt, but then they just shy away from it. And it's just, it just, it just sickens me because they make Jalen Hurts throw all these passes and do all these things that he's not accustomed he to doing. He, he can't do. No, no. He, he's not. He's not, not he can't do, but like. Maybe one day, sure. but not now. Yeah. He's not going to be able to throw 40 passes a game and have the team succeed like that. It's just it's just asinine to me. And then the defensive scheme is just horrible with uh, Jonathan Gannon lately. Just the safeties are playing in a different continent. And um, Everybody's running all over us, and you could tell his scheme is built around having good linebackers, but we just don't have that. So you got you got to alter your scheme a little bit. So anyway, let's go into this most recent game. Um, Jalen Hurts only threw the ball fourteen times, which is just crazy to me because after what I've seen this this whole year, is that they finally make the turn to actually run the ball a little bit, and then they call up Jordan Howard to be activated and Boston Scott to have the ball a little bit, and they both have two touchdowns apiece. So you're telling me it took you eight weeks to have these guys touch the football? Where was Kenny Gainwell? Uh, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> I know, I'm no, done. no, I know. You were texting me the whole game and stuff like that. They want to Kenny I Gainwell. I started him this week. I started him in my other league, man. I thought he was going to get the ball a little and more. Because... Boston Scott and Jordan Howard get two tubs apiece, and they do. They throw get Kenny Gainwell garbage time rushes where the Lions just know they're rushing the ball to end yeah. the game, so he gets nothing. Right. Infuriated. And now I I hear you, man, because I know for a fact there's too many credible sources that have just like you know been outspoken with how much this coaching staff really wanted to push for Kenneth Gainwell to be on this team. So I thought having Miles Sanders out, this is going to be the Kenny Gainwell show. And what perfect week to do it against the Detroit Lions? I know. What, what do you What do you need to see with Boston Scott? What do you need to see with Jordan Howard? They don't need to see anything. They just know exactly. they're maybe because like as a, at this point in time they know they're better. Sure. I don't mean I don't even know that to an extent. Like I really don't because I think running back is the easiest position to transition to the next level. Um, it, besides, well, picking, picking up, besides picking up blitzes and, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. that's what I was going to answer. But, but I mean, for and and that's more so like being a continuous like number one guy. But it's the Detroit Lions. Yeah, like this is a game where you'd be like Kenny. Like we want to see something for you. Like. We're going to win this. We're most likely going to win this game, which they were up. You know, they, they were killing. I did not see that coming. I thought, yeah. actually, actually, you know what? I texted you earlier that morning. I thought I picked the Lions to win that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I picked 28 21. I, I, I didn't see that happening. But. Why? But, but why, though? What, what have you seen from the Eagles to have them win a game? I 
I mean, I've seen enough to think that they would be not not do what they did to the Lions, but like I, I've seen enough that I'd say they'll they'll win this game. But they but they won two games before that. One was decisive where they beat the Falcons like thirty five. The Falcons are a better team than the Lions. Okay, but that's week one. Week one's a crapshoot. So sure. then they played the Panthers in like week four or five, whatever week it was. And the only reason why they won that game was because Sam Darnold doesn't know where he's at. Yeah. You know, so that's the reason why I won that game. But I also think that the Lions, they looked they looked pretty competent early on. They and did. The last couple games have been like, oh, okay, they're back down there. I don't know, they man. Jared, no. Goff, Jared Goff has looked – we were saying at the beginning of the season, you know what, Jared Goff looks okay. Yeah. And he went, he's looked And bad. he's – He's, he's bad. He shredded the Eagles so yeah. many times. And, my God, I, I, I couldn't believe that, that Jared Goff is starting. You know, watching that game, I felt bad for not only the fan. Well, actually, you know what? I felt bad for the coaching staff, but I felt even more bad for the fans. I don't know what they're gonna do because well, I know next year, next year's draft, and they they might have the number one pick. They very well could. Um, they're in the position. For it's got to right be now. a given at this point. But I mean, you had Jacksonville winning this weekend, didn't they? But uh, do I think they have two wins though? They don't have Jacksonville, but they have. No, I thought Jacksonville has two wins. Oh, don't Jacksonville they? has one win. Oh, okay. And Houston has one win, and Miami has one win. Okay, well, but no, I'm saying there I think Miami like, might rifle off a couple wins here and there. Either but. way, though, like I mean, if Detroit ends up with like the fourth pick, like if they somehow get above, you know, those like three teams or whatever, and they're in that four or five, then maybe they go quarterback. But if they're the number one pick, you can't justify going quarterback in this draft class. Like, no, I think they're going quarterback. You can't. There's not a quarterback that's. Now you got to go. You got to go for that defensive lineman from Thibodeau. Oregon. Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, Thibodeau. You have to. You got to go so, with that guy. That's that, that's. They don't need offensive linemen. He's been a beast. They have to go. They would have to go him or maybe one of the corners or maybe one of the wide receivers. Honestly, maybe the, one of the wide receivers too. Yeah, guy, bet, what's that guy's name from Iowa State? Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Chris Olave. Yeah, Olave. Olave. I like I like Wilson. But you can't take a wide receiver at one. I, I know exactly. So, well, if they're at one, they're, they're definitely on the table. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. They have. But if they, if they're in that like four or five, maybe they back because there's because again there's no consensus number one quarterback there's so many different guys that like have potential they have traits but you just don't know so i love the trade back scenario but it's not going to happen in this draft that early because they know you're not pressed to take a quarterback and there's not much talent there otherwise so like they're going to make you forcefully make that pick and what I don't I, know. There, there's a lot of talent outside. Oh, no, of absolutely. Wide receiving talent's huge this yeah, year. Every, edge rusher, yep. offensive lineman. The, like, this class is really good outside of quarterback. Mm. Except for, like, running back is – running back, but who cares? First round, nobody cares about that. But um, – but, uh, Giants do. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but, uh, no, this, this draft class is very, very – Deep and has a lot of star potential at a lot of different positions, except for quarterback. But so if I were the Lions, and yeah, you're right. Like you know, teams might be like whatever, and they also might be like, you know, we want this is the guy that we do like, and we want to just take him. But I would try to if they if they're gonna go quarterback and they're not the number one pick, I would trade back and then, you know, maybe take a flyer on somebody. But so anyway, um, I just think that. This I, I didn't see I didn't see the whole the whole blowout thing happening honestly um I I, I, I really I didn't see I didn't see that happening either but I pictured the Lions to to win this game but it was a great all around game to watch um knowing that organization 
like I like I've seen and seen people like credible sources report is that this Jeffrey Lurie and Harry Roseman want these guys to pass the ball at a rate that's ridiculous, like an Aaron Rodgers rate. And you're not going to have that with Jalen Hurts. So they ran the ball well last week, and that's what ultimately got them the win. But they're not they don't like that. So that's still not going to be good for Jalen Hurts going forward. And that might not be good for Sirianni going forward. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it is, but, like, they got to win on the board. So I really am curious to see what happens this week coming up because they're playing the Chargers. So the Chargers are dead last, I believe, in running and rushing. Look, I, and we both of us, I think, I think we agreed on having the Chargers at, like, 13 and 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, again, there's been a couple games where it's, like, almost, like, stolen from them. But – Watching them, they haven't been as impressive as I thought. No, I think been. they've been overrated. Yeah, like they like they're beatable. Like they are I mean, beatable. They're they're one of those good teams. Like there's there's teams that like like even even the Giants who I I would pick them to lose pretty much every game. I'm right there with the you, year. bro. I'm right there, there with there's you. There's teams like like again like the Chiefs and it showed. Like there's teams after seeing what I've seen from them this year, I'm like, oh, they're they're be- like a bad team can beat this team on on the on a on a, the wrong night, yes, or the right night. I should I should say the wrong night. No, I'm sticking <laughs> with the wrong night. Uh, a bad team can beat this team. Um, like the Rams, for example, they aren't a team where a bad team is going to beat them. Right. The Bucks. I know the Saints beat them last time, but the the Saints aren't really bad. Um, no, no, yeah. no, they're they're average. But um, like the Cardinals, like a bad team's not being the Cardinals. No. Like, teams like that, like you're not Buffalo. A bad team's not being Buffalo. Like you're not. Those, Although teams, that that Miami Buffalo game this weekend, that was closer than I, I thought I, it was. I know, I know, but like, but then Buffalo just yeah, kind of said, "Okay, what are we doing here?" Yeah, I mean that's also like division game. You know how the division game. Ah, is. yes, it's know, true. But, that's also very. True. But uh, but yeah, like. The Chargers are a team that it's like, hey, they could have an off day and a bad team could beat them. Yep. So, but the, you're right though; those divisional games are like the like scariest games. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. You, you don't. You never know. Yep. But Sorry, yeah, I, I mean, this in. game, this game. Uh, so I, I I put a parlay in um, for this week, like a seven team parlay that I wanted to be like a ten team, um, and I didn't throw down on the Chargers uh, on this game. Um, I didn't throw it out. I, didn't, I just skipped the game, but I was like, this has a weird, uh, it does. It has, yeah. I don't know why I don't like normally I have like a good feeling like Thursday night, Friday, even into Saturday, like, like the towards the end of the week, I have a good feeling like who's going to win and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but this I'll, I'll be there in the stands on uh Sunday at four Oh five when this game kicks off. And I don't know what to expect because I think it's in because like, I think you would agree with me here. I don't know what to expect every given week from Sirianni. And I don't know what to expect from Jalen hurts every week. You know, I don't know what the game plan is or what their strengths are. I mean, I, I well, actually, you know what? Let me take that back. I know what their strengths are. That's running the ball and throwing and play action, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But this whole RPO, every freaking play, that's not their strength, obviously. So it all Jalen's the, such a good runner, though. Like, he, really he is, is, but when he gets the running game going and play action, I he's know. a better but, runner. But, I know. That's why they need to mix it up more. They I know. RPO so that's way. why I think – I want more RPO. You want less RPO. I can't have the RPO anymore. You want to mix it in, that's fine. But, like, I saw him in that first drive against the Lions and against the Raiders 
where they were running the ball. Jalen Hurts play action. Finally, Dallas got it right across the middle, across the sideline, and they hit him. He hit him in stride and passes. It looks like he's a better thrower when the when the play calls are a little balanced. And I'm I'm with you, man. Like I look at the Chargers visiting Philadelphia this weekend, and I don't know what to expect. I and that's I, sad because it's week nine. I should have a feel. I. Uh... I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this game. I mean, if, if like if you're putting a gun in my head, I'm gonna say the Chargers are gonna win the game. Um, and this could also be a coming out party for them, where they show like, hey, like don't forget about us. But the West um, Coast, like I, I, I get, I get that too because Herbert's very talented quarterback. He's got Mike Williams, he's got Keenan Allen, he's got Austin Eckler in the backfield. He's got a lot of weapons at his disposal and good pass rush and secondary is like okay, but the run defense is terrible. But anyway, other than that, um. It's a West Coast trip for the for the Los Angeles Chargers coming to Philadelphia. East Coast trip. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, East Coast. You know what I mean. West Coast coming to East Coast, yeah, blah blah. But they did accommodate them by doing a four hundred five. They did accommodate them having a four hundred five kickoff though, because that's yeah. that's one o'clock yeah, their yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that's fine. I, I guess you know what? If you had a gun in my head too, I would choose the Chargers here. Yeah. But 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 here, and this is a get right game. For but this is also like we've said all year. This isn't about wins and losses for them. It's how they lose, and it's been terrible. Yeah, it's been terrible. Sure, sure, but we're terrible, but Connor. We're, terrible. We are technically this would mark the halfway. Well, right now, I guess we're halfway. Oh no! You know what's going to happen? They're going to lose this game on Sunday, and they're going to raffle off like six wins in a row. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Lose your mind. Yeah. Um, but no, but like, and then it, it's, it, and then it's going to be a difference in getting CD Lamb and Jalen Rager. That's what's going to be. It's because we had all the opportunity. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, just, I, I now you got me I venting know, know. because you know we, we we had to win the last four games of the season. So that that CD last. Lamb or Justin Jefferson? No, we could have got CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. We well, could have got uh, Justin Jefferson. We, we like stayed Justin where we Jefferson, were. But I'm saying like we wanted we wanted CD. Yeah. So we didn't want to trade up. We said no, we're good. We didn't think the Cowboys were going to take him, and he took him. And then we had us. We, we took oh, Jalen Rager. I knew as soon as he fell, like I knew, I was like, the Cowboys do not need him. They are a hundred percent taking him. I knew it. Once I, I dude, I'll gonna... never forget the moment where I was when they took him, and I was like, "How are you, son of a bitch?" Anyway, so that's the difference in in winning out and like doing all that shit because it just ruins your draft stock and ruins your opportunity to get players like that. Because had we had we have lost like those final games and not made it to the playoffs, where Carson Wentz checked out and against the Seahawks with a concussion, which fine, you have a concussion. Yeah, Please yeah, take yeah. care of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For God's sake, take care of your head. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but like you know, we're one and done in the playoffs, and we're that's, nowhere. That's I've been saying. I've been banging that drum for years. Oh my banging god, my my, my blood pressure is going nuts. <laughs> it's, it's better to be shitty. Than to be mediocre. Absolutely. And like, right. that's not like the, like, I feel like that's a loser mentality to have. But like, at the same time, like, the fan in me is like, hey, if we're going to be average to suck, let's just flat out just suck. Just and, suck. And, and, but but, here, but here's the thing, though, is like, but like, is, but I'm sorry, I cut you off one more time. Yeah. But like, but like, are you going to get guys like Slay, Kelsey, Cox, Hargrave? You know, guys of that stature to buy into that mentality to just suck for the year. Because this is it for Kelsey. He's but, done after yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. But, I mean, look, we say that as fans, but 
they're not like they're not going out there and be like, hey, we're going to suck. They're they're not going out there and say, hey, we're going to play uh, Nate. Oh my God, dude! Now you know what we're not, not going to do. What, what's his last name? Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld. We're not going to play Nate Sudfeld. They're not doing that. That that is a different. They are that lucky. Is, they did not have fans in the stands that game. That, they are so lucky. That is different. What they need to do now is they need to, the Eagles are in a position where they're like they have everybody that they that they're going to evaluate out there right now. There's no guy, I mean, except for maybe Kenny Gainwell. There's no <laughs> guys out there that they're like, okay, like we need to get out there because now it's more so about evaluation than winning. All those guys are see you, you you fit the timeline perfectly because you have the guys out there for the evaluation and it's also not about winning. So it's perfect. So you're just playing those guys, you're seeing what happens. If you rattle off a few more wins, you at least see, you know, okay, the good and the bad and all that. But yes, this team, especially with the draft capital that they have coming to them, it would be better if they had higher slots, sure, but that my my point goes back to it's not about wins and losses, but it also like you know a win is a win even if it doesn't matter in your circumstance. I hate right when now. people say that. Okay, but and like but, I'm not that's not taking a knock at you. That's not taking a knock at you because I know what you mean behind it. Because but, you're but but here's the thing is though I'm not saying that about every team. Like Detroit, right. for example, not the case. Houston, definitely not the case. Um, Miami. Jacksonville, Miami, not the. I mean, Jacksonville maybe because Jacksonville and Miami maybe because you have Jim yeah. Trevor and Tua. Like, so you want if if you're winning and it's on the, their shoulders, like that's something. Like, you know what? That gives you some confidence. That gives them some confidence. That's good. But like that's teams sick. like teams like Houston and Detroit, it's like that, that does not matter at all because it's not about evaluations whatsoever. You are in full rebuild mode. The Eagles have taken the step forward in the rebuild where they need to evaluate guys to take the next step. So the guys like Jalen Hurts, um, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to the defense. Sure, Rager. Um, I mean, yeah, Honestly, absolutely, dude, absolutely Rager. you're not wrong with like defense because we don't have a lot of talent. But defense. that's what I'm saying. Is it's either staying, veterans or staying, guys that shouldn't be playing. That's what I'm saying. Who's getting replaced and who can we keep okay. for this next So build? if I could say who's getting replaced, the entire linebacking core. Yeah. Nobody but, on, on linebacker should play. Yeah. Except for maybe TJ Edwards in some plays. Yeah. And like Alex Singleton should only be on special teams. Yeah. Um, I'm happy seven, with Sweat. Seven. I love Sweaty J. Yeah. Sweaty J is a very good player. Um, I hope his knees hold up because I know there's a big knock on him. Derek Barnett, I want him shipped out yesterday. Yep. Um, Hargrave's a beast. Cox, I would be okay with staying, but if he could find a better opportunity elsewhere and if we could get some draft capital, I would take it. But I also don't want to take the cap hit anymore. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about the secondary. Okay, sure. That's, that's, I was just about to get into that. That's, that's my main point here. Okay, so – Second, Kayvon Wallace is a decent is a decent uh, uh prospect to build up on. Okay, decent prospect. That's my perfect example. Yeah, uh, Mike Epps has been playing very well. Okay, another um, perfect example. Is it Mike? Oh my God, Epps! I'm forgetting his first name. I said Mike Epps. It's yeah, a comedian. <laughs> yes, yeah, comedian. Oh my God, that just goes Tell to show. Um, well, you can talk about the trades that they made. Tay Gowan, Kerry hey, Vincent Jr. Exactly. Those guys this, to build this upon. Is my point. You get them in now, and you'd be like, hey, um, you got seven, eight – you have eight games 
Eight games. Uh, show me what you but, got. But Connor, what are they going to get playing time? They, 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 they might, they might not. But I mean, it's practice. Because you got Avante Maddox, who's playing at a great level right okay. now, and then you got Stephen Nelson, who's been pretty good. And then you got Darius Slay, who's been lights out. Okay, okay, and, and I'm not. And well, lights I'm, out, it might not, be strong. But. Well, I'm not. So this isn't uh, an indictment on Darius Slay or or Stephen Nelson, but um, like, I, like I want to say, like, hey, I, regardless if you're you're still good, and this reminds me of like kind of like Janoris Jenkins with the Giants mm-hmm. is when you know it was kind of during his tenure, it was like they went to the playoffs the one year and then they went down again, but it was almost like. Hey, you're playing at a good level, but our team isn't good, and you have a high cap hit. So we have to decide: Are you good enough to justify this for the next, like, you know, building process, or do we have, like, you just you can't fit it? Like, we have to get rid of you because we need that money, and you're just you're not playing to that level. Because there's some guys that do where you're like, yeah, right. We just can't, we can't get rid of him because he makes such a difference. Right. But like, yeah. you know, like, so Darius Slay is a perfect example who I'm a big Darius Slay fan. And I think he has been good this year. He has. Um, But like, is it like for the rest of the year, let's say we're just looking at the rest of the year. Like, yeah, you're good. Um, but, but you can't lose a locker room, Connor. Sure. I, I, I'm, if but you sit slay and is, start playing it, no, 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 I know you're saying. Okay, let me rephrase. Yeah. Um, rotational wise, sure. if you rotation at a higher rate, then you can maybe sure. dictate that but, and like make people understand but, that. But I'm not even saying like sit him. Ease it's, it in. It's it's, eva- Ease it's, 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 eva- it's evaluating. Like you are just like you are running guys out there, and like it's more of a strict evaluation process where like. In one circumstance, like if you have a, a team like the a team like the Rams or something, where Jalen Ramsey has a bad play, a couple a, a, a streak of bad plays in a game where he's just having an off night, like you're not sitting Jalen Ramsey, you're gonna be like, no. no, 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 whatever. But like he'll work itself out. Exactly, he'll work yeah. itself out. But like in this case, like you have a streak, like in, in the Eagles, like Slay has a streak of bad plays. But like, hey, Darius, look. Uh, you're messing up out there. Um, I'm gonna run this guy in there for a few, get you back in there. But like, this is what you did wrong. Get the shit right. I whatever. That, I, I like. I see what you're saying, but like, I'm not saying it'll happen. But like, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just like looking at like, like if it did happen and like what the reaction would be. And I don't think that that would be a sufficient thing to do. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm also. It, it might not even have to come to that. But it's also no. It might. But it's well, also not in week nine. Talk to me in week fourteen. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Yes. Is throughout the rest of the year. And it's also maybe he never sits like at all, but you are evaluating Darius Slay. Like this entire time, you're evaluating Darius Slay, where let's just say he plays every snap. Yes. You're evaluating him, you're like, you're having a good year, but is it worth this cap hit? Because we need to understand like, are you going to be a part of this team that, because next year is like the real purge of like it is next year's because the real purge. like and i'm glad you know, brought that up yeah. we need to know like do we want you a part of that because you're a good player or do we just want to start this whole thing just let's say the secondary we just want to start this whole position group over save some money and start young again and, and go there but we have to understand that right now the eagles aren't going to do that because they're going to they're going to like they're gonna do that, but they're not gonna do that at the same time. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make their push, is what you said. Yeah. Because you know as well as I do, this this market is very, very hard on their teams. And if the results aren't there, the 
outbreak and like yeah. that it's just not going to be acceptable however how the giants have gone this long for being this under par is just transition no it's not no. it's not but it's just a, a shot at mara is what it is and mara and mara it's reads, a shot at mara and mara reads letters and he i reads letters from fans i know he does but it's been, and i don't know what good one he's reading who, what good was he reading? Thank God he hasn't read one from me. That's all. <laughs> but like, really though, it's like that. Like the and even the Jets, you could put them in there too. But it's like, you know, you you like you got it. like this whole East Coast teams. It's real. It is very real on how we demand our sports teams there, being playing a, at a high a grit, level. There's a grit about like the there East is. Coast cities, like. New York, Philly, Boston. We love our like, sports. We sit there. It's, it's not that the sports encapsulate the 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 people, like the the heart. Like I remember, I actually remember you posted this. It was a I forget if it was the Eagles or it was a Flyers like before the season like hype video where it's like Philadelphia, like it's like Longshoremen, like or it's like like laborers. Oh, that was like, that was like, a Flyers yeah, man. It's like, Guys, yeah. like, and New York has the same thing. Boston has the same thing. Right. But, like, it's, like, you know, the hard work. Those blue-collar, white-collar, exactly. everybody. Exactly. Workers like guys, just like, grinding. These, these teams, yeah, these teams over here, and I, 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 I'm sure that, uh, you know, other teams in other parts of the country have something like that. Not California teams, but, like. Not Florida teams. No, you know, no one gives a shit no, about no, Jacksonville no, no, Jaguars. No, 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 That's all Florida Gators country. Not at all, yeah. yeah it's all it but, is. But not even that. It's not, it's not the same, like. Where there's that that grit and that toughness, like that we like, you know, we in like the the Northeast, like that we embody, like that's Absolutely. what we have. Like, it makes like, up who gritty. we are. It's we're gritty people um, up here. We're angry. We're aggressive. We flip people off driving. Absolutely, like, that's what we do. Yeah, like, they. It's a different type of animal up here. Like it's a it different is. type of animal. And I'm so something like Jeffrey listens to his fans. Yeah. We he does. Riot. We riot outside Madison Square Garden <laughs> with signs like "Bring J- also, J- James Dolan out." I must say, out. the most beautiful arena I've ever been to with Madison Square Garden. Oh, I love going after, there. After they redid it too. Well, I will. Yeah. I will choose to go to a Flyers game or a Rangers game any day of the week. But like, I will be very happy to go to Madison Square Garden again. The place was gorgeous. The place was electric. It was awesome. So anyway, so Jeffrey Lurie is that type of owner where he'll actually listen to his fans. I'll never forget. It was a Saturday night game, 2015, where we had an embarrassing loss to the Washington football team, Redskins at that time. But And I was sitting section 101, which if you look up behind you, Jeffrey Lurie's box is right there. And during the end of the game when we lost, everyone is yelling at him, saying the fire chip and this team sucks and the talent sucks and this product they put in the field is just embarrassing. Two days later, he fired chip. I Jeffrey Lurie is not stupid. No. He's a very he's a made a lot of money doing what he does, like being the movie business and all that kind of stuff. But he also will listen to people and like the, and like their thing, and he knows what he, like he trusts what he sees too as well. So if you're gonna have a bad product in the field, I just don't think that's them. They're gonna they see what they have now and they're not happy. They want to pass the ball a bunch of times. So. I just see this team like trading for a quarterback and just upgrading next year. Yeah, but but not to get off topic a little bit. The other thing is though, they need to stress 
not it's not like patience like you know because it's not patience in the sense of like you know this is going to take years it's not it's it's football's different it's the nfl it it can take one year to flip things around that's why it's so infuriating that when gentlemen came in for the giants it's four years like oh it takes time for rebuild nfl no it doesn't yeah no it doesn't gentlemen maybe in 1981 exactly you know it takes it should take when no there wasn't three, free agency that exists. Three year, three years is like the absolute like. If you if you turn around in three years, I'll be like, all right, well, finally, but okay, it should take really two years maximum, right, to turn around a franchise, right. That that's all it should take. But the Eagles are in at least they in do. a position to do that. They got pieces. I mean, the Giants they got, aren't. They got Devontae Smith, you know, they got Dallas Goddard. I'm very big on Quiz Watkins, you know, Dallas uh did I say Dallas Goddard? Mm-hmm. I did. Uh so they got, you know, Jordan Mailata. Landon Dickerson has been great these past couple weeks, been a beast. You know, finding a substitution for Kelsey's gonna suck, but I think Sam Malu's that guy. Mike White, yeah, Elijah Moore, touch touchdown. Really? Seven wow. seven. No crap. Good for him. I love Elijah Moore. I think he's going to be a good player in this league. You might start talking about Mike White. <laughs> you can't. If if that I'm happened. Wait. I'm going to wait. Okay. Wait. So, I just – I you know, I thought about something like that today real quick, and I just want to get your thoughts real fast. The Eagles were huge on Zach Wilson to enter this draft, and they actually inquired to the Jets about trading out of that pick to get Zach Wilson. So let's say Mike White, they they just like, hey, let's go with Mike White. I can't see that happening, but I mean, maybe it does. Do the Eagles trade for Zach Wilson? Maybe. I mean, look, I mean, jo- Arizona gave up on Josh Rosen. I know. Immediately when they had Kyler, and obviously it's different, but like, I know. Look, quarterbacks are hard to come by. If Mike White falls out, like, I I, I don't see like. Because here, here's the thing is I'm gonna wait to even comment on that before like until Zach Wilson comes right. back. Right. But like it's let's, too early. Let, let's say if the Jets win against the Colts tonight, um and it's seven seven right now, and like the Colts clearly have shown that they're not world beaters, but they're a good football team. Yeah, and like, no, I got the Colts defense starting they're, this they're week. They're a good too. football team. Like again, like the Titans lost last week, like that could have gone either way. Um, and they've had a few of those, but they rattled off three wins in a row before that, like uh or I think they well they I think they had three wins in a row. They did. Yeah, yeah. Um, they lost to the Ravens 0-4. Yeah. They won three in a row. Right. No, 0 and f- wait. Weren't they three and five? Yeah. And the Ravens yes, game was right. a, and the Ravens and they won game three in a row. Another game that they, they should have won. won. Yeah. Um, but like so they're a good football team. So like if, if the Jets pull that off, then I think Zach Wilson's still out like probably another week, right? I think so too, yeah. yeah. So Mike White's gonna get three. If he rouses off three wins, I mean then I think what do you what the, do? What the Jets do is you have to be like, hey, we're gonna keep riding White until until he fit falters because he's only gonna get one. Like with with this situation, it's like you have one bad game and then you're sitting. It, you don't get that type of luxury when you're a bad. I tell you guy. what, man. If that ha- like let's say let that happen, I would like Zach Wilson in Philadelphia. Oh, I would too. I'm I think sure. he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of good. He's got a good offensive line. Yeah. I mean, he's got great. I mean. Puma. Not great. But, you, but he's got you, decent wide receiver well, targets. Potentially could have great he could, next year yeah. because next year's class is loaded. But I'm a, I'm all in on Russell Wilson. So with that said, that's enough about the Eagles to talk about. <laughs> we talk yes, yes, the better of the Wilsons. My my love, I love Russell Wilson. He is the he's the I love him. He's the best. I love watching him. Anyway, so I'm gonna can I go to the bathroom? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. So let's do that and let's talk about more Giants because I want to talk, I want to get into some Giants a little bit too, if you don't mind. 
So give me a second. Connie, let's talk about the New York football giants for a second. So um, I'm going to say that I was pretty encouraged watching them Monday night. I know you probably have a lot to say about it, but I think they played the Chiefs in Arrowhead very strong. And with that said, I'll let you go. <laughs> I will say, so the one positive would be like, Patrick Graham seems like he's back to Patrick Graham of last year because he called a tremendous game on defense. Uh, I thought the defense was great. I thought the secondary was very good. Travis Kelsey was nowhere. Dude, I know. Um, I thought the secondary was great. Uh, again, you know, they would have had another interception if not for uh, horrific offsides, um, you know, bad discipline. Uh, but – uh, I thought Patrick Graham did great. They, they didn't put a lot of pressure on Patrick, uh, on Patrick Mahomes, but coverage downfield allowed them to get like get to him after time where they he made him throw like throw the ball away or you know throw an incomplete pass. But I was very very happy with seeing the defense like that and seeing Patrick Graham kind of get back in his groove because um this year's kind of been up and down uh, from. Him and I also think like a lot of players are underperforming, but uh, for the most part, like I thought the defense was was great. Like if you hold the Chiefs to twenty points, um, which you know with the late field goal too, like and should have really should have been an interception to you know put that game out. But I really think he thought that was offsides, and that's why he threw that. Um, maybe all right so and that's just me speculating yeah like, that's okay. honestly just that, me that, speculating that, that could be true could be yeah true. but um uh the flag did come from that side of the field where he would see it so then again if you do know it's off sides and you have a free play take it take a shot man take a shot but um because it was second 20 yeah like uh so i, I don't really like why are you going right for that like right sticks there um, but, but who intercepted uh, that, by the way? He had that. He has eyes on that the whole play. Yeah, oh, whole yeah. play. It was great. It was great read. Um, but I thought that the defense was great, um, and I don't really have much else to say on that. Uh, but I thought Aziz Ojulari played a great game again, and he is really—he's been a great he's asset. Really proving to be—he's not. We both knew that as soon as he uh, got yeah, drafted. And he leads all rookies in sacks. Leads the team in sacks, five and a half. Um, Good for him. And I, I don't like. And there's still a lot of football up to be played, so who knows? I don't like see him as like defensive, like defensive rookie of the year, but like just because of like you know some of the other cornerbacks and you know Michael Parsons. Uh, but sacks really do count for that, so like. He's, he's at least in the running, which is a good It's hard good to get sign. sacks in the NFL. Yeah, it is. And it's for very rookie, hard. Like, you know, that's that's always good. But he, he had a really good game, I thought. My man Quincy Roach also had a really good game. But uh, I knew but, you were, uh, were going to go there, dude. And, I knew and Patrick it. Graham talked a lot about him today uh, and saying he's getting better and better. And he, he should be playing the majority of the snaps because Lorenzo Carter and O'Shane Zimenez, uh, I'm – I mean, Lorenzo, uh, I'm done. I'm done with you, and I'm really disappointed about that because I had a lot of high hopes uh, for you, and I know you had the bad injury, and that sucks, but you're just not making an impact at all. Um, and O'Shane Zimenez, you're you're a straight up bum. Like, like <laughs> Carter, I'm not gonna like go that far with because like. Connor, can I give you an update real quick? Yeah. All right. So as you guys know, we're doing this on a Thursday night, 
and it's 9.07. That means the Colts and the Jets are actually engaging right now, which means that we have some updates. So Josh Johnson is in at quarterback for the Jets right now because Mike White is being looked at on the sidelines. Oh, I just see that now. Yep. Oh boy! I know, man. Josh also, a big fan of Josh Johnson. Uh, hey, I'm a, I, yeah, I don't, I don't mind Josh Johnson. Yeah, yeah I, I like him. As I think guy, he no. should have been starting to begin with, but who knew that Mike White would throw a 405? And Mike White was having a good game so far. He 7 11, 95 yards in the tub, uh, 121 uh, passer rating. So uh, he was having a good game against. Uh, and he's questionable tough, to tough, return tough for a right forearm. Okay, well, I guess that's good for Mike White. <laughs> um, All right, so good. I'm yeah, sorry, Giants. But, Let's go, baby. Uh, but, yeah, not much else to talk about the defense there. I thought they did a good job. Now to the offense. I mean, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record at this point, but Jason Garrett needs to uh, – he needs to go to another <laughs> continent uh, and try coaching – To put it lightly. Try coaching another sport or uh, maybe Canadian football. I don't know. Maybe that's better. Uh, but, no, they don't run the ball. They just throw the ball, so that wouldn't be good. Right, right, right. So, I don't know, maybe try to revitalize the Europe League um, and maybe <laughs> just try playing 1970s football. XFL there. should start again soon, right? Okay, maybe, yeah. maybe that'd be a good job for him. Um, <laughs> but he needs to stop coaching now. Uh, Daniel Jones had three passes of 10 yards or more. Three. Against a Chiefs defense that is <sighs> bottom 10 in the league. That's I think such they're a bottom five. But I know they're at least bottom 10. Such a terrible stat. And their secondary is atrocious. What is going on? How do you own – and Connor, I think it has to do with, like, he had no one to go downfield with. Kenny Galladay's out. Sterling Shepard got hurt during the game. Kadarius yeah. Tony was hurt during the game. You have John Ross, who one of the – one of the – one of the – John Ross is – every – Every play that they've thrown to John Ross downfield that has been like – But when he's a focal play, point of the offense, he has to be a focal point at that point, right? I don't think he has to be a focal Why? point. Why? He's got nobody else on the field with him. No Kenny Gary, Galladay, no Sterling Shepard. Gary Sony was there for the majority of the game. I know, but like – I mean, and, and like – but but that's my thing. It's, it doesn't matter. What, 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 why, why are you throwing three-yard out routes? What, 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 what does that do with anybody on the field? It doesn't matter. Because – a three because on that play down in the red zone mm -hmm. where they needed a first down and they ended up kicking a field goal, the they needed like four or five yards for the first down, but they should have gone because I think the the first down was at the one yard line, so they should have went touchdown anyway, mm -hmm. the two yard line. Right. But Sterling Shepard runs a three yard out route, gets tackled immediately. Immediately, Jason Garrett comes out today and he says. Sterling Shepard will be the first one to tell you that he did not get enough depth on that route. And I just laughed because I was like, it's so funny because that happens every single time they need a first down or a touchdown is the receivers run shallow routes. So you're going to, you're telling me that that's on the receivers every single time. I miss Jason Garrett as a Dallas Cowboys head coach. Like, <laughs> like you're gonna tell me? I was like, I was like, oh, oh you're gonna tell me that's the receiver's fault? So now you think we're stupid? Yeah, because like, because yeah. if that was a one-off, I'd be like, okay, you're right. I see that happen every single week for two years now. Yeah. Every single week, I see that happening. So, what? They're all just running like. I was like, oh, you, but but you wanted to be labeled coach in front of the media. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. Because I see this happen every week. So. uh I don't really understand what you're coaching. 
Um, but uh, it needs to change. Yeah, and, and, yeah it does. Uh, I think the best way to change that is to fire your ass because you are dog shit. But but they're not doing it yet. And why? Why aren't they firing? Why aren't they doing it yet? Yeah, because their GM is gone after this year, and he's also a moron. And their owner, who is in charge <laughs> of firing the GM, is also a moron. And after the owner, there's really just, I guess, God. And unfortunately, God hasn't struck lightning down on any of these fools yet, which I'm still hoping and praying for. I think I think one of the I think somebody's getting fired. Somebody's gotta get fired. Oh. Everybody should. But be like, fired. but like before the end of the season, somebody's gonna get fired. Well, Joe Judge definitely Who's isn't. Joe like, Judge definitely isn't getting fired. No. So the odd man out's gotta be Garrett. And I don't think he will. Wow. So I, I, I'm telling you. Maybe Gettleman? Maybe Gettleman? I, I, I think these are all the right decisions to fire all of them now, but I do not think they will. I think like, they how will do you down. watch this product on the field every freaking week and just be like, hey, what is what is Stan Pat? And, and here's the thing that annoys me the most is because th- there's a couple different, like, factors here where it's like, oh, you got your guys, oh, you want, like, you don't want to make it like a mess or like this firing in season and like John Mara like tries to keep everything like, you know, very clear cut and like clean and everything like that because it's the Giants and, you know, it's the Mara family and that's what it's been for so long, a cornerstone franchise. Football royalty. But like, you know, because John Mara is an owner that, you know, like – your Jerry Jones and your Art Rooney's and guys like that who are very passionate about the team. And, you know, that it's not that they're like the, the don't care owners where they're like, ah, you know, whatever, like the, the Texans owner, like, you know, they're not the don't care owners. Like, right. He cares. Like there's the gift. There's the famous gift of Mara slamming the chair, like, <laughs> like getting pissed off. So he cares. And he still won't do the right decision, and then he will continue to make the wrong decision, which is even more like frightening because that just shows me that he's an idiot, like, <laughs> an absolute idiot. And it's not so much like, oh well, you know, he uh, he think he thinks this is like he, he he's like I think I'm doing the right thing here. He's just an absolute moron. Like he, he he's just a moron with how he handles everything and. There is no, uh, th- there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no light at the end of the tunnel because whoever they fire, they're gonna just hire the next idiot. They're gonna hire the next idiot. They're not progressive. But, but at the same time, it's like I get what you're saying. They can't keep accepting this kind of like, I don't know, mediocre football. Tom, it's been nine years. I don't nine know how years. you do that. The because one, the one good year they had, they weren't good. The people make jokes about the Jets. You're worse. We're worse. You're worse. We're the worst team in the last five years. Yeah, we the worst record. Like it's just unacceptable. But hey, they see a guy that has a cool NYPD hat. Awesome, you got the job. Great. Like you, yo, you, you embody the the. the it's New just freaking sad. It's embarrassing. Because there's there's it's no light. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's none, none. None. There's none. None whatsoever. Like yes. I, I have zero, and I mean that, like if there was a number less than zero, I would say that zero faith 
in this organization turning anything around. Because yeah, I don't think Mara will hire the right GM. And when he hires the wrong GM, I think he'll hire the wrong coach and the wrong offensive coordinators, and he'll draft the wrong people, and around and around we go. It's going to be another four years, and then boom. I got to compare it to, like, you know, like what I see. So, like, I know, like, we're trash. It's not nearly as It's bad. not, because not I know Howie and Jeffrey, they care. You have something to, like – build upon but like, you guys tried though you guys tried this year i mean you got uh dory jackson in you got freaking leonard williams back on a contract you got all these guys coming back from injuries kenny galladay coming coming on a free agency acquisition you know you're you're trying but it's just the wrong decision you, you see the you see the issue with the philosophy there you're trying to build a team while win at the same time because look people cause do look, that because well okay but did, did you see so I think we both thought the Giants would be pretty good this year. I thought they were. Were they, were they Super Bowl contenders? No. And after next year when they had no – They would have space, to prove it to me to be Super Bowl contenders. I thought they would be like possibly division winners. Possibly. Possibly. Possibly in the worst division of football. But, I mean, I, I – You could make a case for AFC South right now. I mean, I think the Colts beat – Everybody except for the except for the Cowboys, Titans. Titans beat everybody except for the Cowboys. Maybe and then maybe maybe they well, even beat the Cowboys. I mean, but you got the Texans there, and then you got the Jaguars sure, there. Sure, sure, but and those are both one in six but, football yeah, but, teams. But, but, but those teams are also like they're also in full. Like, but that's a bad division, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they also have two teams that are one team is really good, and the other team is competent. I know their record isn't like. No, terrific. they've had but a rough schedule. But, but they're, they, the Colts are uh, a level ahead of the Eagles, Giants, and Washington football team. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Like, fair enough. I, I, I'm saying, like, the, the, the okay. NFC East is the worst division in football. And if the Giants made the playoffs, sure, crazier things have happened, but I would have no expectations of them making it out of the first round. And then what happens next year? Because you only have the draft. You have no money. Right. You only have the draft, and that's putting a lot of pressure or a lot well, of expectations then, on then, young guys. To then you could away. package those picks and get somebody else in there. I don't want to. They have no money. They have no money. They have two million dollars in cap space. They have no money. Well, you restructure. They've been doing. You that. kick the they've can. Been doing you, that. You kick the can down the road. They've they've done that to get to two million. They they don't have any money. And the thing is, who are you bringing in? That's going to push you over the hump with the no money that you have and the picks that you're giving up where it's it's just a, a positive move, positive step forward. Yeah, right. I don't no. see it. They're, they're, they're a disaster, Tom. They're a disaster. Like, they have – there's no end in sight, and I have no faith. And you know nothing after we had a – all of us, you know, you, me, and a bunch of other random people on Twitter had a huge discussion about Lewis Riddick. I'm off on Lewis Riddick. I, I usually don't get swayed. I got swayed. I did a lot of research. Lewis Riddick would have taken Saquon number two. He, 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 uh, yeah, that that was a big thing because I I made a comment saying I don't think Lewis Riddick should get like, you know, thrown out the window as a potential GM candidate because he wanted to take Dwayne Haskins. I I think that's ridiculous because, again, Dwayne Haskins maybe would have succeeded elsewhere in another 
on another team, another system. He wasn't, you know, this highly touted quarterback, but he he had some intangibles. And Lewis Riddick wanted I, I wanted I, I would have taken Dwayne Haskins over Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is better than Dwayne Haskins now, yeah. seeing everything, but like I would at the time him. I would have taken Haskins over Jones. I agree with that. I, I didn't want yeah. either of them in that draft. I said wait another year, but uh I would have taken Haskins over over Jones. Um, so what you're saying is he would have took Haskins at six. Yeah, 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 but but th- but but that's why he got trashed. But it was in hindsight because everyone's like, "Oh, I don't want Riddick as the next GM because he would have taken Haskins." I was like, "Settle down, like it's one decision." And I was like, "He might have not taken Haskins if the he was there the draft before and took Josh Allen instead of Saquon." But then it came out there was something where he said he also would have taken Saquon. I was like, and then he said a couple other things, and then in the Giants Chiefs game later that evening, he was like. No, Jason Garrett's doing a real good job right now. Like, I really like the way he's calling. Oh, he's pitching his fucking. He's pitching it. I mean, yeah, him and Mara met before. Apparently, Mara still loves him, and so I, I, I'm almost expecting him to be the next GM. And I'm hoping that maybe all of this is just TV, like goo goo gaga, like you know, shit for TV. But I'm, I need a progressive guy in there. I, I need someone that's like that looks at the Chiefs, looks at the Bills. Looks at the Rams, looks at looks at the Cardinals, and is like, "Huh, this is electrifying. This is how football should be played, not like, you know, Smash Mouth nineteen seventies football. Like, I, I can't stand it. I, I don't know how anybody on this team looks at like Joe Judge, for example. Going, to, oh, we're we're gonna get it together. Like, you're gonna see this team win some football. Well, you're two and six. What do we? You doing? know what? You know what? They could be two and six. They could be two and six. And if I saw the product on the if they were scoring, you know, if they were scoring points, if they were like had a like a a West Coast, like you know, a, a mix it up creative offense, um, and you know, maybe like some unlucky plays and whatever, they end up two and six. That's one thing. They are two and six, and they are. Just like almost impossible. I don't want to watch them. They're horrendous. Like, like I watch. Like I'll watch. I watch uh, them for you. That's what I do because but, I know we're gonna talk about them. Yeah. So I watch them for that for that purpose. But but like I watch like you know I, I watched the uh, it was it was a Ra- the Ravens Chiefs game I think it was like week two or something, and I was like, this is th- like this is fun. Like even like the Chiefs lost. I was like, if if I were a Chiefs fan, I, like. Just being a Giants fan right now, I'd be, like, I'd be happy with that. Loss. I know. I'd be, like, I'd be like, this is good football. And I'm right there with you, dude, because I watched so many games too as well, where I'm just like, oh my god, we're playing a different sport. Yeah, I was I, literally. That's like, what I feel like. Yeah, I feel like the we're Giants playing are playing a different, a different sport. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is like, it, it's more. It's hard to watch. It is it's hard to watch. It when is. I watch good football, and I'm like. This is fun. Where I'm actually a fan of these teams because right. I get to see. The sport I love played at a high Perfect level. example, Arizona, Green Bay last week. God, like. That was fun. It was fun. It and then, was fun to watch. And then, Connor, I, I, I'm so glad that you, like, I'm not glad. Well, I'm not glad that you watch your team and think the same thing I do. But it's like our teams are just not even in the same ballpark as these other teams. No. The play calls and the design is just different. The attitude, the just the overall morale is just, like, it's just different. We're we're on a different scale, and it's, unfortunately, it's below below par. It it, it it makes me sick. 
It really? does, man. It really I, does. I, I, honestly, I got nothing else to say. I'm and like Eagles games have been hard to watch the last two years. Uh, 2020 was awful with how bad Carson was last year. And it's been awful this year because of what they made making Jalen Hurts do. And just, you know, with, with whatever you just said with Jason Garrett and then Joe Judge and, you know, the way your offense is constructed, it's been terrible. It's been terrible. It, like I said, it just makes me sick. And I, I like – I really have nothing else to say. Like I, I'm done. Like let's just get through this year. This is. But the thing is, like, I, like at the beginning of the year, like I would dissect like individual play, like you know, oh, what's been good, what's been bad, the good, the bad. Like now, I, I, I there's nothing. I know. Else to say. Up until like, last I, week against Alliance, for me, from speaking from my terms, there was nothing I could yeah. take positive. Nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, I, where it's like nothing I could build upon. And, and, and just the funniest thing to me is like. Dave Gettleman, the one thing that he stressed so much when he came on board was, we got to fix the offensive line. Like, oh, thanks, I, Dave. I love my hog mollies. Thanks, the, Dave. The worst part of this team is the offensive line. Yeah, thanks, Dave. They are atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah. Like, absolutely atrocious. I know Maybe. you have injuries. Guess what? You had four years to build a depth, like build a depth or bring in guys or do whatever, yeah. prepare for that. And – I mean, even without the injuries, they're they're terrible. I mean, the fact Nate Solder, like you mentioned that before, man, he's been terrible. I, like I and know, I, I know I, people are gonna think I'm being like, I, I, I'm I'm exaggerating here. Nate Solder, watching Nate Solder, I'm not gonna say he's the worst of all time because I might have not seen some of the like the worst of all time, but watching him before my very eyes, he is the worst offensive lineman at this point. That I've ever seen live on television. And then, yeah, and, like, the, and like I said, it's the outside man. Um, at this point, it's got to be a money thing. That's why they're having him in there because there's no other reason to have him out there. And what they should have done to make a point earlier in the season, cut him. Just cut just him. Cut him. And take the loss. Who gives a shit? What do you have to lose? Especially Dave. Dave and um, head coach Joe Judge. Joe Judge. Like, what do you have to lose? Nate Solder's got to. C on his on his chest. He's got a C How, on his chest, dude. How? But that's elected by the players. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I, I got. I, I'm just I as speechless as you, man. What does he do? Good. Nothing. He is horrible. He's horrendous. He's horrible. It makes me cringe. Like I know people think like I'm joking with this. I'd rather have you out there. I'm not kidding. Connor. I'm not kidding. I'm so glad I you think, said that. I think that you, like, okay, you might not have technique. You can at least put your body on someone, and it would be better than <laughs> Nate Solder's attempt at technique. I'd rather have you play linebacker for the Eagles than wherever we have gone. Like, I really, I, honestly, I could say I could say about a few different positions. It's 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 just it's asinine uh, to just keep putting them out there and expecting better. It, 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 I, I lose my. It's mind. asinine. I, I it's just straight asinine. Because look, it's different if it's like. Matt Pierre, who is like, you know, your young developing guy. Right. Like, maybe he's going through some struggles. You know what? In a lost year, keep rolling him out there. This, throw him the wall. This is the best way to get him developed. Get uh, get that. And he's actually been, like, playing better. But not that I care if he's a part yeah. of the future or anything. But Nate Solder is a 30-something-year-old veteran. Yeah. Who has had injuries and also he was out with the – like, out for the COVID year. And he was bad before that. And – He's even worse now where it's like he hold on. He is so let me just put this into context. Yeah, yeah. So 
Andrew Whitworth, I believe he's 40. He's 39 years old. He'll be 40 on December 12th. And he is one of the best tackles in football. He's been for the last couple of years. Yes, he has. Uh, Nate Solder. Was he 35? 33. Okay. And he needs to retire. He needs to retire because. Maybe because they're playing him at right tackle, though. Left tackle was even worse. They played him at left tackle went before beforehand, and he was hard. But he was just in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, and he was freaking awesome. He was he was good. He was good. It's he was weird. Good back then, but it's he, so weird. As soon as he came here, he wasn't good. Because he came there the offseason against when he, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl yeah. against the against the and, and and they overpaid for him. But I said, you know what? It, it, they they needed to do it. That's you fine. I, I I was all for it at the time. I was like, you know, we bring in a a solid guy that is. You know, he's been awesome the the years before that. For the Patriots, yeah, he was great. I yeah. think he. Uh, hang on. And like Connor, like you knew it was going to be bad when the end of the preseason, the final game, like ticked off, and it was like a week before the season started, and the Giants were actually trying to reshape the offensive line. You knew it was going to be bad because they saw they they see what we Tom, see. I know they do. Tom, I know they see what we see. Tom, do you remember the draft? This is past draft. Yeah. Who was uh, and this was in like day two, day three. Was I te- I was texting you. Who was I clamoring for the entire time? Wyatt. No, I mean I, I wanted I want I wanted him too, but that was like a day two, day three. Uh, what well, I mean, second, third round. This is in the later rounds. I was clamoring. I was like, he's still on the board. He's still on the board. Please. Oh, oh crap! What the saw hell? Him the other mean? night. You saw him the other night. Oh. He's what? on the Chiefs. Offensive line? Trey Smith. Oh, shit. I was like, he was the guy who had the blood. He was from Tennessee. He had the blood clot. And yeah. That's what he, he was. Two years ago, he was expected. He was he was supposed to be in the draft before that. And he was like a top 10 pick. Yeah. And then something happened. He got injured. And then he had to wait another year. And he came back. And he was also supposed to be a high pick. But he kept falling. And apparently it was because of blood clot issues. And he dropped. He, he undrafted. Or he went in like the sixth or seventh round. But... He kept falling, and he was a very like highly regarded lineman for his play. And I was like, Giants, take him, take him, take him, even for depth, take him, take him. They drafted Gary Brightwell, hmm. a running back for special teams use. He doesn't play running back for us. He's special teams, and I don't notice him out there. <laughs> uh, Rodarius Williams, you, you and me are in the same boat, dude. Don't 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 you worry. We're in the same freaking boat, dude. If same boat. If, first off. If there is ever in any draft, I don't care if your offensive line is stacked. If you are in the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh round, and there is a guy there that dropped for like, you know, oh, blood clot or oh, there's a knee issue or I'm not sure. Like there's some like some sort of weird, like, oh, he's got a heart murmur. Take him. I think some some guys like just talk themselves out of this this kind of crap, you know. And he Trey Smith should be like the spokesperson for why you don't do that. He's he's one he's one of the best rookie line. He might be the best rookie lineman. He's so been he's been year. great. He's been fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and oh oh blood their blood clot up oh, no problem. And guess what? If there's a blood clot and and let's say it becomes an issue three years down the road. Three years down the road, what in the, three drafts, you're probably drafting a couple others. Who cares? Same thing with like Montez Sweat, right? He had a heart condition. Exactly. 
He's been exactly. great. Exactly. He's, he's been great ever since, right? Uh, um, uh, we can go on and off about uh, the yeah. Eagles uh, and all that kind of – and the Giants, like draft flows and all that kind of crap. But we honestly – we should probably nip this one in the yeah, bud and just go on to our week nine picks yeah. and we'll move on to it. Yeah. So with that said, guys, one this year and then – you know, tune into the next episode, which we're going to record in the next couple seconds, and it's going to be our week nine picks. So, All with right. that said, peace. peace.